Hello everyone, uh, good morning uh, from beautiful Grand Bay, Alabama. This is the Christian Bible Study Ministry podcast and uh, this is of course Kenny Ford uh, bringing this to you uh, and I pray that uh, the Lord will uh, guide me and, of, you know, and guide you who are listening to this uh, as we prepare to study uh, God's word uh, this edition uh, I want to study a subject which uh, I've been thinking about for a while and the subject is do we sin as Christians and um it's a very interesting topic, and I do think that the answer to this question might not be uh, as simple as some people would think it to be. Uh, so, take your Bibles and turn to Romans, the 7th chapter, verses 16 through 18. Here we see the Apostle Paul make a very succinct statement and if I do what I do not desire, I admit that the law is good. In that case, it is no longer I who do it, but it, but it is sin living in me that does it. I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my flesh, for I, I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. And this is a very interesting statement because Paul here is saying that he wants to do what is right, but he can't do it because of the sin nature that is in his flesh. Pretty powerful, don't you think? It is something that we all have to deal with on a daily basis, and it's quite a struggle. Uh, there is not a day that goes by where we do not have to fight against sin in some kind of way, because we all sin every day, whether it be in our thoughts maybe or if it's or, or if we actually uh, do something lie or whatever the case may be um, and if, I think if we all uh, want to really think about how people deal with sin people want to downplay their actions in life as uh understandable or justifiable or you know I hear people say things like uh, God understands or it was just a little white lie or some other kind of justification or to you know or some just some kind of way to try to uh, justify what they did or to make it look like it's not that bad and the simple fact is is that God is so holy that you know sin is sin no matter how we want to try to uh, uh, portray it or what kind of angle we want to look at it from or however you know what color paint I guess you could say we want to try to put on it uh, you know the Bible tells us Romans 3:23 says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God you know people try to say that oh I'm not a, that bad of a person or 
whatever the case may be and the you know that's true that you know from a from the perspective of you know you comparing yourself to other people that you might not be that bad of a person you might not be compared to other people but compared to God you are you're a sinner and it's not something that a lot of people want to think about but it's true it is very true without exception uh, the heart is deceitful above all things uh, Jeremiah seventeen nineteen says the heart it is desperately wicked this is why as I just said we have problems as human beings we try to justify the wrongs that we've done so that we can basically you know we try to justify ourselves you know in our own righteousness I get uh, that might be one way to to put it or look at it is we try to go by our own heart we go by our own hearts well the problem is our hearts are deceptive they're deceitful and even as Christians we have to deal with this sometimes we are so wicked we are in rebellion against God because of our wicked hearts our sin nature and because of our rebellion we are separated from God you know he cannot have anything to do with us but because of his love for us he could not let that remain you know he could not let that situation remain he is a holy and just and fiery and jealous God yes yes that's true but also there is the part of God that is love we are in rebellion against him you know we are his creation you know we are in rebellion against God but that doesn't stop God from loving us just as intensely you know he loves us with the same intensity that he desires uh, justice and holiness and so the only way that that could be that those parts of God could be reconciled was through the death of through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ and it is through the death and resurrection of Christ that he has given us the chance to be reconciled to him um, and when we accept him we have a new nature within us that seeks him this new nature is the Holy Spirit working on uh, working in us marking us as children of God we are a new creation so that is when a person accepts Jesus Christ they no longer have just their sin nature to bring before God they have the righteousness of Jesus Christ the spiritual life that is given to them when they accept Christ the Holy Spirit breathes life into that person spiritually they give uh, uh, the Holy Spirit gives uh, gives us our spiritual life through our faith in Jesus Christ so when as I said when a person accepts Christ they have two natures one which is dead to God and the other which is alive to him um, we have no 
condemnation anymore because of the fact that we are a new creation. We are alive. We have the righteousness of Christ which covers us. It's like in Revelation you see the uh, where it talks about the the saints, you know, their multitude without number that are uh, clothed in white. The white garments we have that we wear is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. You know, our old uh, nature, our, our old works, our works done in the flesh are uh, like filthy rags. And I said it on this program before, and I'll say it again. A lot of people might not know what just how bad uh, rags are. It's not just, you know, clothes, like like dirty clothes, like what we would think about. But um, in the Old Testament, when it talks about our righteousness being like filthy rags, it's talking about the products, you know, like fem uh, hygiene products that women would use today. So that is like super, it is super extraordinarily nasty. And, but that is how God sees our own righteousness, the righteousness that we have apart from him. It's worthless and it's nasty and just plain filthy. It's totally unacceptable to him. That is why he cannot look upon sin because that's what sin is. It's filthy rags. And uh, that is why, apart from Christ, we have no hope. But... Anyway, uh, the sin nature still remains. Even after a person has accepted Christ, that sin nature still remains. And this is the part of us that God cannot fellowship with. The sin nature and God are at enmity with, with each other. You know, the, the sin nature in us cannot be subject to a relationship with God because it's just totally opposed to him. And God is totally opposed to uh, the sin nature that we have. But while we are alive and in this flesh, you know, we hey, we still have to deal with the flesh. And uh, unfortunately, you know, there are times where we let it interfere with our fellowship with God. And uh, if and John, I, th I believe it's in First John. I should have looked this up before I started this, but anyway, uh, it's. If any man says he has no sin, he is a liar. What this means is, you know, as a Christian, what it means for the Christian is is that um, we have a new life in Christ in a relationship with God, but the fact is is that we still have, from a practical standpoint, uh, the sin nature. It is something that we cannot get rid of, and we will not be rid of it until we go before Christ so in a sense yes we have sin our body has sin um, but also we have the spiritual life that is through Jesus Christ and that is what God looks at when he sees you he doesn't see your sin you know because uh, Hebrews 10 uh, 10 10 through 14 tells us plainly that uh, the death of Jesus Christ paid for all of your sins past present and future so he does not look at your sin 
when he sees you, he sees you as a child of God. He sees you as a child of God. Your sin has been separated as far as uh, you have been separated from your sin as far as the east is from the west. It has been cast into the sea. I guess it's like you, you could say God has tied a heavy weight to your sin and cast it into the ocean. It's never to be remembered. It, it's you know He does not, uh, uh, from a legal standpoint, hold your sin against you. You have no condemnation because you are in Christ. Um, of course, we get into situations where we fall into sin and we get down and dirty in the mud. But this is where confession comes in, people. You know, hey, we have to, after however long we've been uh, wallowing around in sin, you know, we've gotten out of church, gotten out of fellowship with God, whatever the case may be, you know, that is what the purifying work of the Holy Spirit is for. It's like a, uh, you know, he's, it's, it's kind of like somebody washing a car, I guess, after it's taken a mud bath. That's the that's one way I know how to look at it. Um, and you're are you are then restored to your fellowship. You've lost rewards for the time that you've been in whatever condition you were in, but the fact is that that is that Christ has restored you. But uh, anyway, so in the end. We can see that, uh, in a sense, Christians do not sin because God doesn't see their sin. He doesn't see our sins from uh, a justification standpoint. You know, he looks at, at us as redeemed. We are redeemed. We are children of God if we have Jesus Christ in our hearts as our Savior. But we do sin because of our sin nature that we have to deal with. We still have that nature within us. It's kind of like what the Bible says, you know. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you know, we, we have both uh, fresh and bitter water in us. And it comes, you know, it's, it's kind of weird, but if you think about it, but it's true. We have two things within us one which is bitter and one which is fresh so but God again does not look at uh, the sin nature because he simply can't you know he can't fellowship with it he is a just and totally holy God so what he does look at is that you are a child of his so we do sin and we don't sin. That is one. That is the way that you should look at it. Our sins are forgiven once and for all once we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior. And folks, I want to say here right now that uh, if you do not have Jesus Christ as your Savior, don't put it off and don't put off accepting him until a later time because you don't know how long you have. Uh, you don't know how many days you have on this earth. No man knows how many days he has on this earth, except for in a very few, uh, you know, circumstances. Um, Jesus Christ is the person, the one and only person who died for you. 
He died for everybody. He is desiring that nobody goes to hell away from separated from God for all eternity. But you have a choice to make when he asks to come into your life. And folks, all you all you have to do when you sense Jesus Christ asking to come into your life, all you have to do is say, Lord, I'm letting you in. I want you as my Savior, Lord and Savior. I believe that you died for me, that you rose from the dead, that you are the Son of God. You came to earth as a human being, and by no other name must anyone be saved. That's it. And uh, folks, I hope this has been a blessing to you, and I hope that Christ has uh, blessed. You know, again, I hope He has blessed you, and I hope that uh, if you do, if you do not know Jesus Christ, I pray that you will come to know Him. And uh, maybe this program has planted some kind of seed in you that uh, God will use to to work to bring that about. So. This concludes this edition of the Christian Bible Study Ministry Podcast, and I hope and pray that you all have a blessed day. Thank you.